You're listening to Lone Star 360, your weekly update for sports in the Lone Star State. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is Ryan, along with David and Zach, and we are Lone Star 360. Yo, guys, hey, sometimes good things must come to an end, and this is actually what happened with the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, before I even get started, I want to welcome everybody to Season 3, Episode 1 of Lone Star 360 Sports, along with us and you guys. We are glad you guys are listening. But guys, like I said, good things must come to an end. David, go ahead and uh, tell me what has come to an end. Yeah, no, totally. I'll, I'll just take us through kind of sequentially everything that's happened real quick. Um you know, starting the season, we had high expectations. We're, um, you know, hoping to get around, you know, fifth fifth seed. Um, not really sure where we were going to end up. We 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 ended up what fourth seed? Yeah, right? third seed. Yeah, we're fourth seed. We uh, we were tied. We were actually tied. Right. So we, yeah. you know, we did exceed expectations as far as those things go. Um, we came into the season with a very different team. Uh, KP, a lot of guys, you know. Uh, we, we had high hopes for, for that experiment, as you will. But, you know, <laughs> midseason, we had a big trade. Uh, Washington called, and we, we brought in uh, shooting guard Spencer Dinwiddie and Bertons. Uh, Dinwiddie turned out to be kind of just what we needed, uh, really helped us, you know, get over the hump as far as having another uh, kind of on-the-ball guy that could make anything happen at the rim. So we were really glad to have him. Uh, and then midseason, we had our COVID struggles. Um, a lot of people might forget this, but we were um, having a rough rough patch in the season, kind of down, I believe it was, 10 games from 500. Um, and all these guys who, Charlie Brown, Isaiah Thomas, uh, the list goes on, right? You know, just number of guys managed to keep this Mavericks team kind of afloat in a really tough uh, kind of, you know, uh, sequence in the season where, you know, our star Luca was down. Um, but we really started to mesh. And uh, by the end of the season, after that all-star break, we had put together a big string of wins, finishing uh, 20 and seven after that all-star break and heading into the playoffs. We had, a, you know, we had our, our work cut out for us, um, you know, and, and nobody really expected what was to come. Uh, we escaped the Utah Jazz in six, uh, who were, you know, a formidable team, uh, to say the least. You know, we were expected to win that one, but we, 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 <laughs> it was not as easy as we expected. Uh, we watched Jalen Brunson grow up a bit, uh, a lot, really. Um, and so we moved on to the Suns. We all know what happened there. Um, kind of just, we went down uh, 2-0 and, and, and Managed to somehow win that game or that series in seven, um, until we eventually did, you know, meet our our foe, the ones that uh, ended us 
Golden State Warriors, who are on their way to what I think to be a, a finals victory. Um, so, guys, that that really is kind of – it brings us full circle to where we're at now. Um, a beautiful, amazing, memorable season. Um, but let, let's, let's talk about it a little more in detail. Uh, I want to hear what you guys is – you know, I'll, I'll hand it over. We want to talk about what, Ryan? Yeah, dude. Um, man, whenever – I kind of think about uh, the Mavericks and this season alone. I think of their improvement. Uh, man, this team has really improved. Nobody really thought we were going to be a, you know, going into the playoffs like that on top of, you know, getting ready to almost go to the finals. I think um, we, the Mavericks are just an incredible team. Uh, that has just shown so many signs of improvement. And guys, before I even go on, this whole episode right now will just be nothing but Mavericks just, you know, solidifying their memory. Their 2021-2022 season has been an awesome season. Uh, and just like I said, man, the progress that this team has shown, you know, think about October. We, we think about, you know, when um, – Porzingis was still with us, and he was barely staying. Like he was barely staying alive. It felt like it felt like he. We don't even know what was going on in his mind, but we just felt like it just wasn't a right fit. It looked good, but we just didn't know if it was a right fit for our team and everything like that. And we were just blessed just to uh, have a lot of just a lot of our guys just come up stronger, getting acquiring Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, and just doing their thing and, you know, ending the season off on a really, to me, a really big positive. And going forward, the Mavs are definitely a watch-out team. Like, now, Zach, remember we talked about two, three years ago, Zach. Zach would always tell me, yo, Ryan, watch out for the Mavericks because we're we're getting rid of Dirk. Now we're going to start getting, you know, a younger team and growing them and growing them up into an awesome team. And this is actually a championship team in the next couple of years. And I agree with you, Zach. Zach, what you got to say about all this, man? Um, I'm glad you brought that up because now my point has been solidified. Because I remember back in like probably 2019, right as kind of close to where we drafted Luca, I said, it's going to be a couple years, but I think you know, give us some time. We'll be t- contending very dangerous team within, you know, the next two to three, four years. And, you know, a lot of people doubted me. A lot of people thought, oh, there's no way, you know, Luca's going to, he's not, he's not going to be good enough. And just, just all that. And to see where they're at now, you know, I didn't even expect them to get, I mean, for for them to get to the conference finals was beyond success for me. I mean, I would I would have been happy if they would have just made it just to the second round and lost in the, you know in seven games or whatever. I mean, I would have been happy with that. But they they just they battled. They they grew up as a team. They they went toe to toe with the number one seed and beat them. You know, and then they finally met their maker against the Warriors, and you know they just have that championship DNA. They they know how to win those games, and 
you know, ultimately we got that experience and we have a lot of, mem- you know, this is one of my favorite Maverick teams, my favorite Maverick seasons, I think, since the championship year. This has been one of my favorite runs. You know, this team is, I, a lot of, a lot of Maverick fans will remember this, this year and this team for a long time. Cause man, we, we did make a lot of memories. Yeah. Hey man, this is an like I said, man. You guys both said it's an awesome team. But yo, let's go ahead and highlight some of the Mavericks' best moments. I like to call this the favorite Mavs Kodak moment. Uh, Reggie Miller likes to say that. I love when he says that, um, man. But it's Reggie Miller. Um, it's Reggie I'm Miller. Gonna, I'm going to uh, disagree with you on that. Um, first, have you heard him say your Kodak uh, moment? I have, but let me, let me, let me explain here, Ryan. Reggie Miller hates the Mavericks. So why are we putting him in our, we've got, we've got, we, we can't, we can't have that. We can. Okay, bro. I'll let it slide for this time because thank you. you know, all right. So we're going to start with David, which David, what's your favorite Kodak moment? What are three of your favorite Kodak moments? Your photography <laughs> moment? If you don't like the name, I want you to find us a new one. But until you do, we're, we're going with it. Photography so moment. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So my, my three moments. First one, uh, I mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, Charlie Brown. Uh, <laughs> guys that you've never heard of playing on our team. And managing to win us games, uh, I think you know that alone. Like, it's obviously you know the guys are not on the team anymore, most of them. Uh, but I do think they really had a, a big impact. Uh, oh, Marquise Chris, I should mention too. Uh, I think he came in and really changed the tra- trajectory of our team. Um, but yeah, like just thinking about that, that was really big for me. Another one was. Um, it was, uh, the, of course, the Jalen Brunson 40-piece. Um, never in you know my, my wildest dreams did I think uh, Jalen was going to come. Uh, which game was that? Was that game three? He, game he two. Game two. Game two. My fault. My fault. He, he came in and drops 40 um, with Luka out. It, it's just not it, – it's like – Maybe I would have expected this from Tim Hardaway last year, but uh, uh, Jalen, he's just taking a big step. That was huge for me. And last, the last point um, is kind of about this team. I just love this team and the chemistry they've created. Uh, it's evident when we see the, you know, they're getting fined for stepping on the court because guys are, you know, they're having too much fun. They're they're uh, they're hyping the t- their teammates up and. Uh, people don't like people don't like when when others celebrate. So um, love to see the team have fun, and that's a great reflection of their chemistry. So those are my moments. Hey, that's what's up, David. Yeah, you are right. I love a lot of those moments that you just kind of picked out and everything, especially about the one getting them getting fine. Man, they they have such a high chemistry about them. They you can tell that that team meshes well together. So I feel you on that, uh, Zach. Let's go ahead and talk about your favorite Kodak moment. Flash, flash. Um, that'll go um, on 
the photography moment um, that I will not say that K word because um, Reggie Miller is the biggest Mavericator we know. Um, so my favorite photography moment um, is number one, the Luca special. The Luca special um, when he's Baseball. like everybody acting tough when they're up after game five wow. against the Suns. Um, everybody was giving him crap for him saying that. And then he proceeded to win two straight and the iconic meme of him looking up at Booker that (laughs) you got to put that on a t-shirt, man, that has got to be the best meme of Maverick history right there. It's gotta be. So, um, greatest of all time. Oh yeah. That, that was, uh, that was awesome. Um, Another another of my favorite thing was our first round win versus the Jazz. I don't think people understand, you know, that that was our first playoff win, playoff series win since the championship year, um, and how special of a moment that was for for not only me and David and Ryan, but for like just Maverick fans as a whole. It was like, you know, we finally got over that that hump. And you know the the similarities of Dirk and Luca is so crazy. Um, if if you guys remember Dirk's first playoff series win was in Utah in a game six, and Utah missed the game winning shot. And then this Luca's first playoff series win. Guess what happened? It was game six. They missed they missed the game winning shot. Like it's kind of crazy, you know. Was Luca something? Like, I mean, is, is was he like meant to be in Dallas? I don't know. It was just it was so weird the similarities. Um, my another my, another underrated moment in my opinion is a Luca buzzer beater early on in the year against the Celtics, right in the corner over like two or three guys, and he hits that 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 just incredible shot at the buzzer. Um, that was a really, I think that just that moment in general, like I felt like it was just a, it was a different feeling when he hit that shot. Like, you know, thinking like, man, I know it's early, but this team's going to battle some adversity, but I think it's going to be a special season. And little did we know, like it was like, it was just an incredible season. And then my favorite, favorite moment that really turned the tide for this whole season is trading on, that god-awful unicorn out of here. You didn't enjoy that moment till now. I, Say again, I didn't, listen, listen. Hold on. <laughs> yes, I admit I did not enjoy that moment. But looking at it now, that was the best decision we've <laughs> ever made as a franchise. Zach, Zach. Respect you, to you, Kim, you know, I think he handled that situation really well. Um, yeah. To who? Uh, KP, I, I just think he handled you know, Oh, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I was, I was yeah, mad. No. I, but I admit I, I was mad. mad. But I admit that I, you know, I was wrong. But I, I can, I can. I can say that it was one of my favorite moments. Like, I'm sorry, but it was. 
No apologies. No apologies. Zach, you're funny, man. Hey, that's what's up, bro. A lot of your moments, dude, again, you know, kind of established uh, this awesome Mavericks team. Uh, I'll give you guys my favorite uh, Kodak Maverick moment, Mavericks Kodak moment uh, right here. So my number one, if I think about the whole season, I think about Dirk, uh, his jersey retirement. Well, you uh, took mine. Dirk is, a, Dirk is a special player. I think all three of us have looked up to Dirk in many different ways, whether it was off the court, on the court, or just him just being a love and loving and funny guy. I think Dirk is just an awesome guy. And of course, all the things he done he's done for the Dallas Mavericks. I'm so glad they got his jersey retired. And you know, now we can't wait till he goes into the Hall of Fame. So I'm glad he this dude has this dude is just too cool, man. And dude, we have to even think about it. Every time the Mavericks, especially in this playoff series, every time they were somewhere else, man, Dirk was always there. Whether it was in uh, Phoenix, whether it was in Oakland, like Utah, like he was always there. So Dirk is just an awesome, awesome guy, man. Isn't there a Michael Jackson song? Uh, I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there. Don't worry. I'll play it. Don't worry. Uh, let's see. My second favorite uh, moment is Game 7 win against the Suns. Uh, dude, like, Chris Paul and Chris Paul is such an amazing player. Dude's going to go into the Hall of Fame and everything like that. Mm. But, man, like, yeah. I, mean, I look at the – whenever I look – what's up? No, go, go ahead. Whenever I was looking at that game and I turned my head and I turned around and we're in the third quarter and it's like 51 to like 98 or something like that, I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, that is crazy, man. Wait a minute. Time out. What's up, dude? Time out. Time out again. 51 to 98 after the first quarter. What are you? I said third, dude. I said third. Oh, I was like. Hold on a minute. We gotta have a timeout here. We gotta have a timeout here. I will say it was brutal after the first quarter. What was it? They had uh, how many points? Like, was it? Nine? I don't know. It was just. It was just. Like it was that, like man. That, it was just a beating. That game seven was crazy. Uh, and then last, uh, well, something I think about my favorite moment of the season is Jason Kidd's impact. I think this dude just being a legend and just coming back to Dallas, right? And uh, where he was when he got to Dallas is like he came his what his rookie year, and then he came back and he was when he came back he was a veteran, and then now he's come back and now he's a coach. So. This dude, Dallas loves this man. Like this dude is such an awesome player and an awesome coach. Uh, how his his connection with Luca is really incredible, and you're gonna see that as next season goes on and as the older Luca gets, he's gonna really admire uh, Jason Kidd, kind of like what he does with Dirk, you know, um, and everything like that. Jason Kidd and Dirk really, to me, play. Jason Kidd and Luca. I'm sorry, Jason Kidd and Luca. They play very similar to me, uh, in in a way, in some weird way. They play very similar to me. Um, did you? I don't you know mean, if it's did you play similar to him. 
What am I talking about? I'm sorry about that. They play so similar. They play to me. They play so similar. They play very similar. Like uh, I don't know if it's Luca's, you know, ability to see the floor sometimes. Because if you see the floor, if you see Luca, he's always driving down the court and he'll make do a little no look pass, kind of the shades of a Jason Kidd or something like that. So that to me is uh, what Luca does, man. It's just incredible how they kind of play, how, how they're very similar. Um, oh, dude. But, yo, dude. let's go. Go on, David. What's up? I was just going to – what I was trying to think of earlier, it was uh, 20, 23 points is what the Suns had at half in game seven. That's what I was trying to think of. 23, 23 points. <laughs> I'm feeling 23. Uh, but, yo um, – Last thing, last uh, topic, man. Let's go ahead and give out some awards, all right? I feel like these guys uh, deserve some really good awards, man. So let's go ahead and start. Uh, uh, this is what I wanted to do, okay? I'm going to name a topic, and then you guys give me that player that you think it is, okay? Uh, so, Zach, we'll go with you first, bro. Uh, your fa- um, An underrated player from the Dallas Mavericks. The whole season? Yeah, whole season. The whole season. Mm. Uh, Most underrated player, I would say, is Davis Bertans. Bertans. Okay. David knew it. (laughs) Um, Just his ability to space the floor. um, Just his, like... The way he carried himself, just his like passion and you know, just his little edgy vibe to him. Um, being able to, you know, stand up to guys and, you know, hit some threes and just overall, just like the way he carried himself for us and helped us out. I I uh you know, David always gave me crap early on in the Sun series, like, What do you mean, Davis Bertans is gonna be an X Factor? And he turned out to be a big time. Yes, he was. So don't Not even start. An X factor. An X factor. You know what an X factor is? I do, but <laughs> he, he was he was vital in our wins. Nice. So, right. okay, I can see how you say me. that, man. I can see that. That's me. That's my boy. Yeah. The uh, Latvian Zach, laser. Yeah, <laughs> David. Who you think, bro? Uh, if we're talking underrated. And this is a guy I think that we should have played more. It's uh, Frank Nielkina. I think he mm. um, he really came alive for us in the playoffs, particularly uh, against Chris Paul. Um, I think he held Chris Paul in that final game. You know, he was he was matched up with him most of the game. He held him to more more turnovers than points. So that's that's a guy that I think we we should have been utilizing all season. So that's my yeah. Answer. Awesome, bro. Awesome. Uh, my underrated player, low key. I know you guys are gonna disagree, but Boban. I say Boban just because, man. Yeah, he may run a little slower uh, and everything like that, but dude, I feel like we just needed just a presence. His presence in the, uh, you know, maybe in a first quarter or two or something like that. Um, 
And I feel like we just kind of needed his presence because when he's on the floor, he has an incredible impact, not just with shots. Like, nah, I'm not talking about shots or nothing like that and putting up points. I ain't talking about that, but just the, his pure size. Like, you get somebody smaller, they're not going to want to go in there and, you know, get a layup in because they know his big hand is going to block it. So that's that. Uh, Zach, give me your overrated player. That's a tough one. Um, overrated. Yeah. Um. Uh, what's his name? Uh, David might hate me for this. Oh. He really might hate me for this. Okay. Go ahead. Trey Burke. Mm. What, okay. Where, rated? Where, where even was he rated? I just think, I mean, I think we paid him for nothing, really. I mean, he just didn't really, I don't know. I think everybody beginning of the season was like, oh, we need to keep Trey Burke. And, you know, we got Bobo Burke. And then, like, he just never really amounted to much. So, I don't know. That's just my thing. He, they kind of overhyped him a little bit, in my opinion. But, that, I mean, that's... I don't know. That's just my thing. I think he didn't... Yeah. What about you, David? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the obvious one for me is Dwight Powell. I think... It's uh, a good and, one. And Zach, Zach talked about this all season, that he wanted Mark Marquise Chris to get more minutes. And I think, if anything, through, throughout the season, we, you know, Powell, Powell's a good regular season, you know, center. But when it comes to postseason, we didn't have enough guys ready to step up. Um, I, I think Marquise Chris could have played if he had, you know, if he was a, a regular rotation guy. And same with Bobon. You know, Bobon was out of the lineup, so he wasn't just going to hop in and, like, make an impact, you know. But Yeah. 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 Cool, man. Um, Brian? It's kind of hard, but I would probably say – I don't want to say this. I don't want to say this. I promise. But Spencer Dinwiddie. What? The reason the reason why I say that is because I think as um, the I feel like as the playoffs progressed, I didn't see a lot out of him. To me personally, I just didn't see like yeah, regular season dude was going off. When Luca was injured, remember the little finger injury? Like, dude was going off. But then as the playoffs progressed, I didn't see a lot. So, um, I, I would say I that. Well, he was up and down. Yeah. I mean, he I didn't, just like, just disappear. Yeah. But I you expect it. those type of players. If you're going to do – uh, if you're going to be awesome during the regular season, dude, I expect you to be even better in the playoffs. Oh, I will but. say that he showed up in a way that Porzingis would not have. And in, in one one particular game, him, Brunson, and Luca all had 20-plus points. Yeah. Was that, was that game seven or which game of Suns? I think I it was game it. seven. Huge, huge performance there. I think he had 30, 30 points at least. Yeah, it was so. game seven. That, you know, that was his one 
I would say. Let's see. Uh, next, we got best teammate. Zach, go. Theo Pinson, baby. Gotta hey, love Theo, Theo Pinson. Yeah. All right. Cool. David, what's up? I love Theo. I'm, I'm also going to – well, I'm not going to say Theo, too. Um, I'm going to say a different guy, uh, and that's hard. Um, but I guess I'll go with uh, – I think I'll go with Dodo. I think he's, he's my guy that's just – taking a step this year as far as, you know, being a good teammate. He had that one game where he stepped up in the locker room. I I, I just loved it. Yeah. Um, best teammate, I feel like, Boban. you, you got to love Boban. you got to love Boban. I mean, I feel like he has the vibe with everybody. Um, Let's see. Best defensive and offensive players, Zach. Offensively, I mean, if you don't pick Luca, something's wrong with you. Um, okay. Um, defensively, um, I'd say Maxi Kleba. Okay. He just—he was just solid all year long, blocking shots, defending the best players. I mean, he—I mean, it, a close second would be Dorian, but. I think Maxi really he stepped up his defense even more this year. Yep. All right, David, what's up? Well, really, you know, for the sake of giving credit where credit is due, I think both of those guys were exceptional. You know, probably our top two, but I think debatably you could say Reggie Bullock too. I think yeah. you know between mm-hmm. him and Dodo, they they played an unbelievable amount of minutes in the playoffs, which. Um, we only, you know, think about it, we only play six or seven guys total, you know, in the playoffs. That's it. And, and you know, with exception to, you know, maybe eight in, in some cases. But six or seven guys, that that means you always have, you know, Dodo, a combination of Dodo and, uh, you know, whether it's Nolkina and, uh, sorry, um, Bullock. You know, that they're playing a lot of minutes, and I was just so impressed. That's defensive. Offensive, um, man, that's that's for me, Brunson, outside of Luka. You know, he's, yeah. just, he's just taking that step and taking the load, honestly. Yeah. Uh, defense, I would say. I'd say Maxi. Um, did we are, somebody ever say Maxi for – Defense, yeah. no. All That's right. okay though. Give him some love. Uh, yeah, I'll give I'll give Madison for defense. Uh, offense, I give it to uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Maxie had uh, the hardest job of the playoffs, if you think about it. You know, yeah. dealing with these centers and compensating yeah. for our lack of having a true center. Yeah. Uh, Zach, your big man award. We didn't even have a big man. <laughs> okay, just give me a whoever you thought played like a big man or something like that. Oh. Um. Damn, that's a tough one. We really <laughs> didn't have a big man. Uh, if you um, want me to, I can go first. If you want me to. No. You know, as much as I give Dwight Powell crap, Dwight Powell really try to work his butt off and. 
he he did the best he could. I'll say that. So I'll give it to Dwight Powell. All right, David. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get away from the traditional uh, award here for a big man. I'm a, I'm gonna give it to a wing. I'm gonna give it to uh, Reggie Bullock because I think he he played with a toughness and a, a grit that you know sometimes he would get switched on and you know he he'd end up guarding Rudy Gobert in the post, but he he, he would make things happen and I really respect yeah. his his fire. Yeah. As a, as a small big man. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I'll go go ahead and kind of do what David did, man. Uh, I'll go untra- uh, not traditional. I'll give it to Luca for big man award, man. Luca, yeah, dude. Luca was going like, especially in these last couple playoff games and playoff series, dude. Like he would go and attack the paint, and he wasn't scared of contact. Like he wasn't scared of anything, and if he didn't have it, he'd kick it out, and somebody would shoot a three. Or if he did have it, he'll shoot a little nice fadeaway, or he'll do a up and under. He'll do all kinds of things. So. Luca has my big man award, man. Um, big boy pants. Big boy pants. Um, I'm gonna skip biggest surprise. Y'all wanna skip biggest surprise? I don't think. How are we gonna be surprised? Exactly. You know what? Y'all tell me your biggest surprise throughout the whole series, uh, the whole season, Zach. Um, who surprised you? Who surprised you? A player that surprised me? Yes, a player. <laughs> oh, that's a good. That's a good one. Um, you know what? What's really surprising to me? <sighs> Jalen Brunson. The okay. step that he took from being. A role player, I guess, to almost now a superstar's wingman now. You know, in a in a span of like a couple of weeks, and how he just yeah. came out of the blue. And I mean, I wouldn't. Nobody questioned how good he was, but like for him to make of just a ginormous step that he took. I mean, that's unreal. You know, like for him to score forty points and carry us to a victory, and you know carry us to another win on the road without Luca. Now that just shows how how much he's grown. But Jalen Brunson for me. Yeah. Alright, cool. Uh David? Yeah, I'm a I'm gonna go with a guy that we, we may have forgotten about a little bit. He had a a big jump as far as his progress. I think Josh Green, you know, he he turned it on this year being a guy that we kinda thought, you know, wasn't gonna ever really amount to anything uh he played you know he played some really significant minutes um until you know he did eventually get played off the the court and in the playoffs but uh kind of seeing his impact in the fast break and energy defensively this guy can move um so once he gets a little more disciplined and a little less i guess sporadic in a sense he's gonna be you know, a, a, a definitely definite impact. That's yeah. my that's my guy. I can see that. Um, for me, Spencer Dinwiddie. I think I didn't really know him whenever he first uh, 
whenever he first came along, I didn't really nobody really knew who he was. Nobody really knew what he was about. But I think those first couple games he played, everybody remembered his name. So biggest surprise as a player. Zach, you got something? Yeah, I'm kind of confused on your take, Ryan. Um, you were yeah. talking crap about Dinwiddie not five minutes ago, and now he's his, you're his biggest yeah, surprise. Yeah. No, okay, so yeah. go, yeah. go hey, into yeah. that because that doesn't yeah, really I'll, make I'll, much I'll, sense yeah. to me. I'll make it quick. I'll make it quick. Uh, we were talking about how uh, he was a – to me, he was an underrated player, Okay. You can be good and still be underrated. Um, overrated. 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 Overrated, yeah. You feel like that about LeBron James. You feel like he's a pretty good player, but you feel like he's overhyped, right? So, same he's here. No, he just sucks. Do you want – look, LeBron is – No, no, no. no. Don't even – hey, you brought up LeBron. Time all out. right. Time out. Time out. Zach, I'm, yeah. I'm calling time out. All right. Go ahead. Let's move on. Okay, we'll move on. (laughs) That'll be another segment for another time because I like that. Um, Most improved. Zach, go. Most improved? Josh Green. Yeah, Josh Green. Uh, uh, David, why why are you? What's up, man? What? Okay, no, I I understand. I guess it depends on if we're talking about the biggest step that was made. And that I understand. It could be Josh Green. Josh Green, like he didn't even get any playing minutes when Carlisle was there last season, and for him to get big time minutes in the playoffs and hit some threes, some timely threes, you know, being getting rebounds, getting some steals. You know, doing the little dirty work stuff that you know goes on. You know that nobody notices that stuff, and you know he yeah. he yeah. really kind of. I know he didn't get much minutes towards the end of our run, uh-huh. but he made some key plays in our early playoff series, and you know he he did he did play really well, and I was proud of him. You know, for him to come that far and. You know, he's still got a lot of work to do, but, you know, hopefully if he can get that jumper right and be consistent, he'll be he'll be a solid yeah. NBA player. Yeah. All right. No, that's, um, that's my bad. David, go. Was, my main reaction was because I was just thinking about last year when a certain man by the name of Jalen Brunson did not play in the playoffs. Uh, and he got played. I mean, he played, but, he you know, he got played off the, the court. Uh, but just to see his, you know, drastic kind of step that he took, we talked, we've all talked about it, but he pretty much single-handedly kept us in this, this the Utah Jazz series and kept us afloat throughout the season when Luca was hurt. Um, so that, you know, that's <laughs> I freaked out a little bit, but I I definitely understand the Josh Josh Green. I I, I, yeah. I think he took, you know, the biggest step as far as uh, improvement. Right. Yeah. Uh, I would probably say Trey Burke. Feel like. Would you shut up? Would you really I, just shut I, up I, right I, now? I what are you Burke, talking man. about? No, I feel like Trey Burke. Yeah, God, you are such an idiot. You are I, such I, an I, idiot. I will go on to the next one. 
of sportsmanship oh. award. So the teammate who um, who has the sportsmanship, like really cool, narrow headed, you know, always trying to look at the positives and everything. Uh, Zach, who do you think? That's Dodo, Dorian Finney Smith. He's always okay. that way. He's you know, he, he just just his demeanor, like I just, you can't go wrong with how he plays the game. He plays the game the right way. Yeah. So, Dorian Finney-Smith for me. Yeah. Yeah. David. Um, let me give it to. Let me give it to uh, Maxi. I, I I enjoy the fire that he plays with, but it's always. Uh, you know, I think he had a moment this season where, he, he had a guy that. It was one of those things where you go up and foul a guy hard, but he's always really good about, I mean, I, actually most of the time, I was going to say he's always good about catching guys as they fall, you know, regardless of the opponent. But I, I do remember a couple really hard uh, fouls. But, you know, I, I choose Maxi because I think he's just, you know, a pretty loving guy. And other opponents may not think so, but, as far as being a good teammate, I think he's you know he, he he's a he's a he's a competitor competitor. That's what a, a good sportsman is. You know, a guy that plays with, with with class, but also a little bit of fire. Yep. Cool. Um, I would say Boban. Happy, happy, happy. Boban watch. Boban watch. That's three Bobons mm. from Ryan today. Love that. Love that, dude. Um, let's go with shot of the year. Zach Carter, start it. Shot of the year? Does it have to count? Or or, or how, what's the criteria? Yeah, it has to count. Who hit the shot? Um, Luka Doncic. Okay, which shot? Um, that one where in Game 7 where he... Crossed over Cam Johnson and just buried that three, made him fall down. That was the shot of the year. Mm. That's mine. Okay. All right, David, what's up? I'm going to give it to uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. And didn't he have a couple? I'm going to give it, you know, it's a double. This was two in one week. Um First against the Nets, if I'm not mistaken, and second against the Celtics. Two threes. Um, so I, I think he was still pretty new on our team, and for him to do that was pretty pretty damn remark- remarkable. Yeah. Um, my shot would be when Boban hit a three. That's Boban watch number four. I'm in love with this guy, dude. I've seen like he's such an awesome I bet guy. you do. I bet you just love him that much, don't you? I love that guy. I love that guy. All right, uh, newcomer of the year, Zach. Newcomer of the year. What is the criteria for that one? Hot shot. First or second season with the Mavericks. Ah, uh, oh. Well, there's not very many options, um, but um, Frank Nita in my book. Yeah. Yeah. 
take Nita Lakina. Okay. He grew, up, he grew up on us. Yeah, I like that guy. I, I'm going to give it to, uh, you know, the Reggie, the, the Bull, Reggie Bullock. I think he's a... Or otherwise known as him and Dorian, otherwise known as the Bang Bros. That's right. Not the Bang Bros. No That's bang. right. I'm going to give it to my boy. And the Bang um, Bros we trust. I'll give it to my boy Sterling Brown. Oh dear God! I I'm gonna walk off the set. This is un freaking believable. Like what is happening right now? Shut up! He's gonna be MVP next year. What? <laughs> All right, let's go. Um, Luca moment of the year. Zach Carter. Everybody acting tough when they're up. Everybody acting tough when they're up. <laughs> That's, right. it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, dude. That's that's hard to beat. Let's see here. Um, man, I just like the. I don't know if I have a moment per se, but I just like the. I just like the balance that he's found in his trash talk. Like he he knows like when to talk and you know when it's time you know and, and the thing with the, the refs too like he, he's really learned not to get after him but yeah I just I just love his whole demeanor it's not a moment I know but yeah tough guy Luca I like tough guy Luca oh yeah tough guy hey. Luca tough guy Luca I uh, mine would have to be whenever he was spitting game to the uh, lady referee. Y'all remember that? Yes, I was like, okay, dude, okay, proudly, man, proudly. That's your favorite moment of the season. That's my favorite Luca moment. Became a meme. I was like, hey, bro. All right. Last but not least, Mavericks MVP. I think we already know who we think it is, so it's okay that we have the same person. Maxi! It's Luca, bro. Mine is my MVP, is Luca, bro. He's had an awesome, awesome season. Um,. That seems like it's it, folks, guys. Hey, like I said earlier, man, the Mavs have had an awesome, awesome season, and we are uh, so excited to see what the future holds for them. Uh, but coming in our future, uh, we have a lot of different sports to talk about, man. We got things from baseball, uh, uh, you know, all kinds of football. The draft is coming up. The Everything badminton. free agency is coming up. David, what else, brother? Badminton and Ping pong and table tennis and everything, bro. We have a lot of different uh, sports to cover. So please, if there's a sports team that you want to talk about, please let us know. We can have you on the show. We can have you. uh, We can just talk about it in general, guys. But we want to know. All right? We want to know what you're talking about, guys. Please go ahead and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Tweet us on Twitter and go ahead and listen to us on Spotify. Thank you guys so much. Peace out.